You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on News Talk 720 KDWN. Now in studio, local real estate expert, Harvey Blankfeld. Welcome to our show. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now, where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We want to help you to make your real estate and personal financial decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld of the Brown Blankfeld Group at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we've been selling homes here in Southern Nevada since 1988. We're here to help you with all of your real estate questions. Please tune in every week on Saturdays at 11 a.m. right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. We're also very proud to have been on air here at KDWN since 2014 and have been dedicated to delivering timely, balanced truths about local market conditions. Today on our program, we have two wonderful guests for you. We have John Morgans here from Equity Title. We also have uh, Kerry Phillips from RateWise Mortgage. Uh, we've got a variety of topics we're going to touch with those guys. Um, but but I, I would be remiss if I didn't didn't say uh, acknowledge, first of all, that last week I, I failed to uh, uh, give a shout-out to Jim, RJ, and Sergeant Dixie for the show after for Veterans Talk for Veterans Day last week. I want to make sure that I acknowledge those guys and the things that they do for vets here in, in Southern Nevada. Uh, proud to have any affiliation with those guys and all the good the good work they do for our local veterans. Uh, and I want to say to you guys, happy Veterans Day, belated. Uh, I meant to say it last week. It was actually in my notes. What good are notes, Jeff, if you don't say stuff, right? Um, we're also going to talk today, uh, in addition to talking to John and Kerry, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the stadium uh, breaking ground the past week. Pretty exciting news for the Valley, right? Big news. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. I think uh, Kerry's got... You know, Carrie's got to talk about her decorating ideas about the holidays. We're going to get her caught up on on what comes when and which, which orders which. Um, I'm I'm also might bring up a little uh, article I found in the uh, local realtor magazine about the new state laws that affect real estate and home home buyers and sellers. Um, and then next week, I'm going to remind you. Next week, we're going to be live on the air. So if you want to call in and ask questions, it's one of those weeks where you'll be able to do that uh, on Thanksgiving Saturday uh, next week. I'll be live in studio. So guys, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment with John Morgan and Carrie Phillips. This program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com. Hi, I'm Carrie Phillips, Director of RateWise Mortgage, and I'm here to tell you why RateWise rules. We charge $0 in lender fees. Zip, zilch, nada. We offer great rates. I'm talking bragging to your neighbor rates. And we prove amazing customer service. We truly care about our clients. Please contact RateWise Mortgage today and let us prove our awesomeness to you. Call us at 702-688-6222. That's 702-688-6222. A division of Finance of America Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1071. This is not a commitment to lend. Rates and terms are subject to change without notice, subject to qualification. Hi, this is Harvey Blankfeld, host of Las Vegas Real Estate Now. I am thrilled that I get to speak with you every week and bring you the truth about our local real estate market. A lot of stuff you hear in the news is based on national numbers and really doesn't mean much to us here in Southern Nevada. Whether you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, or even refinance your home, we can help you to make an educated decision on what's best for you and your family. If you would like to listen to our shows on your own time, get in touch with any of our expert contributors, or suggest future topics, please check out our website. If you already have a trusted professional, terrific. If not, just give us a call. We're here to help. Call us off air or text us at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. And thank you for listening. We'll be back momentarily. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Now, back to Harvey. 
We want to welcome you back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld, and you're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on AM 720 KDW. And we're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. And with me in studio today, I have John Morgan from Equity Title. We also have Carrie Phillips from RateWise Mortgage. She's been doing that uh, lending stuff for 18 years. She has a bachelor's in marketing and an MBA, and her NMLS number is 309-701. Welcome back, Carrie. Thanks for having me again. Glad to have you back. You know, um, one of the things you and I've talked about in the past, and I don't think we can emphasize this this enough, is that if you're a buyer uh, and you're in a market like we're in right now, when the homes that are priced right are selling pretty quick and there's not a lot of inventory, you need to be prepared with the proper uh, pre-qual, pre-approval. Talk to us about the various levels of qualification that you do with buyers. Oh, sure. Um, if you're a buyer out there, you know you should know the first step. In my opinion, is almost um, you know you either speak to the realtor or you go to the mortgage lender first if you're not buying cash and see how much you can actually qualify for. Um, you find a trusted. Uh, lender, I'm completely biased when I say RateWise Mortgage is awesome, but uh, and you can text my name to Harvey, um, <laughs> K A R I or K A R L, however it goes. <laughs> um, but uh, three levels of prequalification. You know, the the standard out there that most lenders do is just a simple application taken and credit run, and they do this automated underwriting through a computer system. Right. Um, everything is verbally verified. And it, 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 it's a first level for sure, but it is probably the weakest. Um, um, it basically gives you a uh, how much you have to put down, how much uh, your monthly payment, if you can prove everything on this application is true and factual, then you should be able to qualify for that amount of a, of a, of a loan. And people might be surprised as, as to the level of proof that's required, too. I mean, because you need to pr- produce a lot of documents to, to be vetted properly these days, right? Yeah, and usually when people produce the documentation, they're already in contract. Yeah. And and in getting and gathering the documentation is a stressful kind of because you're you're on a you're on a timeline you're on a crunch you've got earnest money at risk and our philosophy at RateWise is to do it just on the front end because you're our our kind of a joke is you're gonna do it anyway yeah if you're a serious buyer and you really want to make sure you're qualified and and you figure let's just get it done instead of now instead of being at risk at contract time um that's the right way to do it um many lenders just stop there at that kind of right. pre-qualification level um what, what kind of percentage harvey if you're thinking as far as you're on your listings how many just have a basic pre-qualification and not anything further i think it's gotten better than it used to be but mm-hmm. still probably no more than half no more than half are just coming with a basic pre-qual and I, when I'm a listing agent, Carrie, I'm going to call that lender. I, I'm going to have a conversation with that lender before we even start to counter the deal or accept it. We're going to have a conversation with the lender to, to see what information I can garner uh, from the lender. Not Usually not that much because they have to maintain a certain level of privacy, and we understand that. But I want to see what, to what extent what work has been done. So I'm always curious as a listing agent. So if you're a buyer, know that, that, a, quali- that a listing agent who's doing their job right for their seller is going to be vetting you too. Well, and, and how, how trustworthy is that conversation? You know what I mean? Because you don't yeah. really know True. the lender. True. And you don't know if they say, yeah, they're fine, they're fine, they've given me all their documentation. Well, okay, if they have, then why don't I have a different level of prequalification, exactly. which yep. is what we do next. Um, this is a second level of prequalification where the borrower is 
um, providing at least income and assets. Usually the mortgage bombs that we call we call those mortgage bombs in the end when you're declined <laughs> right. is ba- is a majority of the time, a lot of the time, it's based on some kind of income where the borrower thinks they make a certain amount, but then a lender has to take a certain average maybe, or they can't count all the income, or you had write-offs that you didn't know we wouldn't count, those type of things. Right. So as you're a buyer, you, when you're taking the initial application, you're not we're not saying that you're lying or anything. No. You just don't know how we have to calculate income for qualifying for a mortgage. And we only can qualify or calculate it correctly when we have pay stubs, right. W-2s, tax returns, sometimes a verification of employment. So we get those things and the assets to prove you've got the down payment um, up front, and we put the file through full underwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, an underwriter, they have to memorize, they've got to know 1,416 pages in the Fannie Mae selling guide. They're really good at their jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are. The ones we work with are, are amazing. Mm-hmm. And they have to go through and say, okay, you know what? If you your income is fine, your assets check out, and they give what's called a conditional underwritten loan approval. It says, okay, income and assets signed off, and then there's usually about five to ten other items that a borrower still needs to get. There are internal things like background checks and things and 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 systems that we run to make sure there weren't any foreclosures or short sales all through the country, and that still is remaining left to do on the underwritten conditional loan approval, but this is the second level. At least your income and assets have been checked out. Hey, uh, in case you just joined us, you're listening to News Talk 720 KDWN. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld. With me in studio right now, I have John Morgan from Equity Title, uh, and we're talking now with Carrie Phillips from RateWise Mortgage. And I'm sorry, Carrie, to interrupt you. I just want to make sure people knew who you are, who oh. we're talking about. Um, I'm Carrie. Hey, there's Carrie. Uh, and so you were just talking about conditional underwritten pre Sure. And that's, a, again, it's another, it's a, a, a better level than a standard pre-qualification. It's a level up. For a lot of lenders, um, that's the only two levels you can ever get. For a lot for, of lenders. For, for, mo- for, for all lenders, yeah. other than yeah. rate-wise, those are the two. Right. I don't know anybody else that's going to the third level. Mm-hmm. And our third level um, is where if a borrower, we've got that conditional loan approval, we want to just complete those background checks. We want to pull transcripts if we need to. We want to get the conditions that are needed still from the borrower so that the only, and, and then have the underwriter sign everything off so that the right. only thing that is left on that underwritten approval has to do with the collateral, the, the purchase contract, right. the appraisal, the title work. Those are the only things remaining. The borrower doing that kind of work up front, it, gosh, when they get in contract, it almost feels like they're like, this is it, you know, because they're only having to get us disclosures, earnest money proof, you know, things that have to do with the, the property. Mm-hmm. It's such a better process and feel for a consumer and for, honestly, the, the real estate agents when we can close quickly. We don't have a lot to do when we're in contract because we've done it all. Um, it, 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 it makes the closings faster. And in this market, um, it also gives the, the, the client that edge that says we can do a, you know, less than 20 day close. Our, our, our average closings on COA approved borrowers, which is collateral only, um, uh, collateral only approvals. Mm-hmm. Um, our average turn time is about 14 days. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the great advantages to that addition, in addition to being able to compete, uh, against other borrowers who are not as well approved or not as, as, as strong, uh, is that during the process, and you kind of pointed this out, during the process, the loan is not an issue any longer. It's not. I mean, you got to do the appraisal. 
when you're in contract. Right. But one, so once you're under contract, we can focus on the on the inspection. We can focus on the other things that, that there's so many variables involved in a transaction. But the loan becomes one of those things that's no longer a concern. And and the buyer has so I mean, the stress associated with moving in and of itself is like one of the most stressful things in the world, obviously. Um, but if, if we can take that one element out and you've done that work in advance of it, you just eliminate one huge ball of stress. One huge ball of stress out the door. And again, I'll say it again, you're going to do it anyway. So why not yeah. just do it when you're out of con- when you're not in contract, when there's not risk there, your earnest money's on the line. Um, it's just happier. So yeah. And it also makes, you know, the other thing that sometimes buyers don't think about is it makes your offer stronger. Uh, it's almost like a cash offer in the sense that we know we've, the money's there and you've already been fully approved. Um, it, it makes you stronger. So it gives you a little extra leverage in negotiation. It just a tiny bit of leverage sometimes is the difference between getting the home warranty and not getting the home warranty. Sometimes it's the difference between uh, getting the closing date when you want it or not. So if you lose leverage points uh, versus gaining, and this is, a, this is a very positive leverage point. Uh, sellers love to see this. I've actually had listing agents reach out and say it's almost it's stronger than a cash offer. Sometimes they consider it's almost sometimes stronger than a cash offer. And in those situations, it's because sometimes cash buyers are investors. They come in and they kind of feel entitled, you know, like I can get a discount on this house and Mm -hmm. I'm paying cash where a co-approved borrower, um, owner occupied, usually they're moving into the property. They've got their. Um, you know, bedrooms picked out and they're emotionally attached to this home. So they want to close. Guys, uh, um, we're going to step away for just a moment and uh, and talk more with uh, with Kerry Phillips about the levels of approval. And we're also going to talk a little bit with uh, John Morgan. Uh, I know John's got a very lively topic we want to touch on, so we're going to get into that in a little bit. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. This program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com. Everyone agrees that having a clear title is an important step to completing a perfect real estate transaction. With this in mind, we at Equity Title of Nevada are proud to have served the tens of thousands of homeowners to implement their dream of homeownership. Equity Title is an American-based company in Nevada. My name is Tracy Rucha. I am the Vice President and Sales Manager and can be reached at 702-510-9822 or email me at tracyr.com at equitynv.com. Hi, this is Harvey Blankfeld, host of Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're proud to be brought to you right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. We want to bring value to you. We hope to bring you an education which will empower you and help you engage our market in what may be the biggest purchase or sale you ever make. We are bringing you some of the very best expert contributors. You not only feel better about your involvement in real estate, but you will know that you're taking all the proper steps to make wise decisions for yourself and your family. Remember, if you ever have a question about real estate here in Southern Nevada or any of the other related topics presented by expert contributors, you can call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. Please tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on News Talk 720 KDWN. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert, Harvey Blankfeld. Now, back to Harvey. We want to welcome you back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld, and you're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now on AM720 KDWN. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m., and I'm here in studio right now with uh, Kerry Phillips from Ratewise Mortgage, and we're also talking with John Morgan today 
from Equity Title. He's the Vice President and Chief Title Officer. He's been doing that for 30 years. John, welcome back. Thanks. Great to be back. Glad to have you back because you bring some insight that uh, a lot of people don't have, and I, and I appreciate that. And one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was a few years ago, they created this new type of deed. Um, it's called a deed upon death. And and this is the lively topic I was trying to bring dum, up. Dum, Correct. Dum. Yeah, Correct. Anyway. Um, but there, it's not what people think it is, though, is it, John? It's it's Well, it's not. Um, and and it, it, the, the statute, the current statute that, that governs these things uh, was created in, in 2011. And um, even before that, there was a... a slightly different uh, variation of, of the same concept, which is that you as a as a owner of a piece of property can execute a, a deed on your own, have it recorded that and and name as grantees in that deed whoever you want. Um, right. typically we're talking about your your children. Right. Um uh sometimes other folks, uh sometimes one, sometimes multiple, but um the deed doesn't become effective until your death. Right. So it kind of just hangs out there, um, not having any real effect. You can at any time uh, change your mind and decide to sell the home um, right. and not have to get those those grantees uh, okay. named on that deed upon death. To, to, because it never was a deed right. because you never died. Correct. Right. So it was always conditional upon your death. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, this this concept is, is, is relatively well known. Um, and, and there's a lot of folks who... Uh, think of that as a great way to avoid probate, uh, to make sure that my home goes to who I want it to go to and, um, and avoid uh, the probate. And let process. me speak about probate just for a second so that the listeners understand, and most of them do, I think, already, having listened to the show. But probate is a process of uh, distributing the assets of someone who's passed, and the state control kind of controls this process. It's run through the state. It's a, it's a, it's a court-ordered item. It takes time, costs a lot of money. Um, and so a lot of people like to avoid that process and like to be able to take care of things on their own without this. And they're hopeful that this deed does it, but apparently Ab- absolutely. Well, it doesn't. And, and, you know, I suppose if, if the, uh, say, for example, you, you name your children um, as grantees in a deed upon death, you have that recorded, uh, uh, years later, you, you pass on. The children um, uh, record a, uh, an affidavit mm-hmm. uh, to say that, that now I'm, I'm asserting um, ownership of this property. Right. And if the, if the children plan on owning and holding that home for, for at least a year and a half, mm-hmm. um, then, then this probably is a good way to go. Okay. Where we run into problems, and, and what I wanted to talk a little bit about today, because I see it uh, at, at least uh, two times a month. Wow. Where we get a deal in, 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 in our company uh, to open up an escrow, we run a title report, and uh, it's discovered that uh, the, the, the owners of the property acquired title pursuant to one of these deeds upon death. Okay. And uh, uh, the, there's a, a little-known statute uh, that, that causes title underwriters a lot of heartburn. And okay. this is going to be the same for, for any title company you go to. Sure. Um, and it's uh, NRS 111.689. Uh, and it states that uh, uh, the creditors of the deceased person's estate um, uh, have the ability for an 18-month period following the date of death to uh, assert a claim against the home. Wow. And so uh, that 18-month period, uh, you know, typically has the effect of, of, of ruining uh, an escrow that's been opened up. Um, and, and, you know, you have disappointed buyers. You've got angry sellers oftentimes who are surprised to find out about this. 
And um, and then their only their only possible course then is to go through probate. Well, or yeah. can they do that? Uh, well, that's the thing. You can either you you basically have two choices. You can wait out the eighteen month period, right? Um, and and then then what's home for sale, or you can um, engage uh, retain the services of a good probate attorney, right? And have a probate opened up, not for that house because the house passed outside of of probate, right? But for all the other assets, that so the, the so the announcements are sent to all the creditors. Do and, it now and, or right. forever hold your peace. And and that mm-hmm. that triggers the the uh, uh, publishing of of notice to creditors. A big one is uh, Medicaid uh, recipients. Sure. So if uh, if there was any any Medicaid benefits uh, paid out to to the deceased parent, um, those those are re- able to be recouped by by Medicaid against the home. So. Um, by by retaining the services of a lawyer and having that uh, that notice uh, period started, it's typically sixty days, sometimes ninety, okay, uh, which is better than eighteen months, but uh, still oftentimes too long for a buyer to be willing to wait. Hey, uh, in case you just joined us, you're listening to News Talk 720 KDWN. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld. And with me now in studio, I have Kerry Phillips from RateWise Mortgage. And we're talking now with John Morgan at Equity Title of Nevada about this deed upon death situation. And um, so so if, if, I'm, if I inherit the home from my parents uh, who passed away, then I have to at least wait 18 months or take additional legal action in order to be able to sell the house. Right, right. You know, pay 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 an attorney to start right. the probate process. We know which... we know some good probate attorneys by the way. I, we do. My my husband, husband is a probate ah, attorney. That's so. what he does. Yes, Chris Phillips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, might as well give Chris a shout out since we're talking about I, this. I know Chris and I can personally recommend him as well. Uh, yeah, Chris is awesome. Yeah. Um, Phillips and, and Ballinger. Phillips and Ballinger, mm-hmm. right. Chris is a good guy. Um, so okay, so you've seen this at least twice a month. I, it, it, it's because you it's, see all the deals at equity. Right? Well, I do, yeah. and, and the, the 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 ones that end up being a problem for whatever reason typically fall come across desk. my desk. But, <laughs> of course, um, but but I'm surprised by the number of uh, 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 of times that we get this exact same scenario in the door of our company. It's interesting, and it's you know it's something that's somewhat obscure in the sense that um, uh, I you know like you said, people are doing it. Uh, thinking they they've got something they don't really have, uh, you know, and that's the right, problem. I see. Right, they, they're 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 believing when they sign these uh, deeds upon death that they're uh, uh, that they're they're doing right by their children. They're right. avoiding the need for probate right. and the need to to hire attorneys. Now, and it, it can become useful, I suppose, if the children are moving into the home and going to live in it for a few years. Then well, it, then it can in become that useful. scenario, yeah. it, sure, it might be fine. Um, yeah. And I don't want to hold myself out to be we're not uh, a probate attorney. Yeah, we're not attorneys. Um, there, are, there might be other consequences. I'm just focusing on on the the scenario where, where the uh, the, the children typically try to resell the home within that 18 month period and right. find out that they can't. Uh, yeah, and it's got to be it's got to be extraordinarily frustrating. I think that um, in in the course of of doing business and doing real estate, the years that I've done, I've always recommended my clients just seek seek uh, legal counsel. Even young couples, when you buy a home, meet with an attorney to discuss. How you hold that home? Uh, how you hold that home and title? What, the, what title do you need? What's the best way to do it? Uh, I can't give you advice. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a salesman. I'm a realtor. You know, I, I don't want to pretend that I know the best way. But I can tell you that a lot of a lot of times you're going to want to do a trust uh, to uh, protect yourself. You know that that's generally uh, a good idea, just yeah. from what I've seen. Yeah. And and that the the trust allows you uh, a lot of flexibility. It does. Um, and 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 who you want to be named as beneficiaries, you right. can even put in there what you specifically want to have happen with a particular yeah. home. 
I, if I and, and I think that if the home's within the trust and and then the the the, the primary owners pass away, the successor, the other trustees, they get the home, and there's no probate involved there. If it's done properly, again, right. you need the right legal counsel. You need to have the right. You need to have Phillips and Ballinger take care of that. Usually, Chris's partner, uh, Tiffany, Tiffany yeah. takes care mm-hmm. of those trust those trust docs. So, I mean, it's ultimately. Um, how you hold title on a home is an important question. I mean, you, a lot of people just check the box. Okay, yeah, let's just do this one. And they don't really give it much thought. Absolutely. It happens all the time. We see it all the time. And we can't give the. I mean, I, I'm frustrated because I'd like to say, hey, you need to speak to an attorney, make sure you do this right because it could hurt you later. Well, and, and it's just one of several papers that are put in front of uh, a buyer at, at closing. Oh, yeah. Um, and and <laughs> Several is a good word. <laughs> what we're uh, doing, because this, this does happen all the time where clients don't even know what they're signing, and then we've had clients come back and say, almost blame the lender, saying, I didn't know what I was signing, and now it's kind of screwing me. You know. Right. So um, what we've done is there's, well, you can go online and say all the different types of ways that you can hold title and the definition of it. Mm-hmm. But that goes with our disclosures initially up front saying, how do you want to hold title? Circle it and initial it. But this right. is what it means. I think it's so important to for a mortgage lender out there, if you're listening, yeah. put those kind of things in front Make of sure a client. Make sure the first time they see yeah. it is not at, at escrow. Correct. That's a, hey, yeah. hey, guys, we're coming up on the bottom of the hour, so we're going to step away. We're going to come back. I got more to talk to uh, John and Carrie about, so stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. This program is brought to you by LVRealEstateRadio.com. That's LVRealEstateRadio.com. 